Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. I need to ask you a question. Are you ready to hack your business and reverse engineer your next 5K, 10K, or even 15K revenue month? Well, of course you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here listening to the podcast, right? Well, inside of today's episode, we're going to discuss where divine wisdom meets data insight and how it is a beautiful baby that they make together that is your business. Okay, so I'm going to spill the beans on how God's clear vision is currently, like right now in this season, catapulting my online business to unstoppable heights and the data that I'm using to hack my success. Okay, we're going to talk about that inside of this episode. This is also a Bible study breakdown episode, and we're going to be studying scripture from the book of James that will shake your entrepreneurial soul. So make sure that you have your Bible on hand as you are listening, of course, unless you are driving, and then come back to this episode later. Friend, I need you to understand this, okay? We are going to be unpacking a lot. We're going to be unpacking data. Specifically, we're going to be unpacking a conversation about key performance indicators, also known as KPIs. And these are the secret sauce, okay? They're the secret sauce to unlocking your dream clientele and skyrocketing your business revenue because we are done shooting from the hip, okay? We are we are done throwing spaghetti on the wall. We are done duct taping our business together. We need strategy. We need faith. We need wisdom from the Holy Spirit. It's time to get crystal clear on exactly the formula, exactly the steps that we need to hit our goals. Okay, so I am pumped to share this math-backed and faith-filled formula with you today that is going to transform not only your life, but the lives of your clients. Okay, because when you get clients, that means that you now have an opportunity to transform their life within your coaching program. And it's going to create an absolute legacy in your business. So let's get to it. Hey coach, welcome to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. 
In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high-ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this. So years ago, 2021 to be exact, I was driving away from Lucas and I's would-be new house, okay? And it was a new community. I wasn't super familiar with it. And it was a small town. And I happened to take a wrong turn as I was leaving our house, okay? And what ended up starting out to be what I thought was like a wrong turn that eventually led to a dead end road in what felt like the middle of nowhere, I know, sounds like a scary story, it's not, um, ended up being one of the biggest God wink moments of my life. Like, you know, when the Lord just hits you with confirmation so big and so bold that like it like shakes you to your soul where you're like, there is no way that anybody could convince me that that wasn't God. Okay. This was one of those moments. So let me to back up a little bit for you. I was praying around that time. Again, this was two years ago about what my, what my Lord, my Lord, what the Lord had in the next steps for my business. And I was talking to a friend about it and I really felt like the Lord was asking me to go evergreen in my business. If you're not familiar with that phrase, it means that evergreen is that you can sell a product any day of the year rather than opening doors and closing doors. Um, It's like the opposite of launching, okay? So it would be as if you could get into high ticket powerhouse any day of the year as opposed to only certain points of the year, okay? That's evergreen. So I was praying about... um, what the Lord had for the next steps in my business. And I'd taken the wrong turn down this road. I ended up on a gravel road, dead end, and I turned the vehicle around and there staring me in the face was one of those large, large shipping containers that had a word written on it. And the word, I don't know how tall the shipping container was. I don't know. It had to probably be like at least 12 feet. And there in big, bold letters, almost as big as the shipping container itself was the word evergreen. In that moment, I literally pulled the vehicle over. I took out my phone. I recorded the whole thing. I was like, there is no way, like nobody can tell me, nobody could tell me then, nobody can tell me now that that was a coincidence. Coincidence. That was the Lord 100% speaking to me about what his plans were for my business in the future. Okay. And so all of that to say, my signature program, High Ticket Powerhouse, is about to go evergreen this fall. Little side note, okay? Um, starting September 5th, this thing's going to be evergreen. That is beside the point, though. Here's what, I'm, here's what I want to share with you about that story, okay? Here's, here's, here's the meat of it. Here's what I want you to take away from that story. I have been extremely clear, or I, uh, let me, let me back up. I haven't always been extremely clear, but right now, okay, in this season of my business, I am extremely clear on the vision 
that I have for the business. Okay. I'm, I'm clear on where the Lord is taking me. I know exactly where the business is heading in the next six to 12 months. Now I'm not going to pretend that I'm God and that I know everything because obviously I don't. Um, God could throw me a curveball at any time and he is sovereign to do so, but he has also given me clear instruction and clear vision, which makes me just feel so confident that I'm standing on solid ground of this vision. Okay. And it feels so good. So good to have clear vision and wisdom from the Lord. I have clear vision because the Lord gave me wisdom. And that is going to bring me to the verse that I often quote on this podcast in the book of James. So if, as long as you're not driving, as long as you're in a safe place, I need you to go ahead and open up your Bible to the book of James, right in chapter one. And I'm going to read to you James chapter one, verses five through eight. Okay. Now people oftentimes when they quote the scripture, they are usually quoting just one scripture. I'm going to give you a little bit more context. I'm going to read you five, six, seven, eight. I'm going to read you four scriptures. Okay. Um, Cause that's going to give you more context into really the depth of this passage. And here's what it says. If you need wisdom, Ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. That's usually the one that people quote, okay? Here's what (laughs) follows that scripture that is just as important and is not nearly um, quoted as often, okay? But when you ask him, okay, so there's a caveat to this. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. I want to emphasize a few things to you in that verse. Number one, it says, if we lack wisdom... Um, Or in other words, if you lack clarity, if you lack understanding, if you lack creativity, if you lack knowledge about where your business needs to go, if you lack strategy, ask the Lord and he will give it to you. Okay. However, again, there was a caveat to that. Here's the second thing I want to emphasize to you. But when you ask him, make sure that your faith is in him alone. In other words, you have to actually believe that he's going to give you the wisdom if he's going to give you the wisdom. If you ask God for wisdom, and but deep down in your soul, you're like, he's not going to give me wisdom. I really am this all by myself. Okay, then that cancels out your request. It says that literally right there in scripture. Okay, people do a really good job of saying, if, if you lack wisdom, ask God, but they don't read the rest of the passage. Okay, the third thing that I want to emphasize to you is this. The first was that if you lack wisdom, ask God. The second is when you ask God, make sure that your faith is in him alone. And the third thing is this. Make sure that you do not have divided loyalty. In other words, those of you who are one foot in, one foot out in your business, praying that God would do a miracle, and and but, but you're sitting here confused and frustrated and wondering why you're not getting the results, it's because you're one foot in, one foot out, okay? Um, a person with divided loyalty, it literally says right here, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything. Okay, so if you're one foot in, one foot out, guess what? God doesn't operate that way. If you are committed to this business, be 110% committed to this business. That doesn't mean that you have to ignore your family, ignore your faith. No, 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 no. Don't hear what I'm not saying. What I am saying is you need to be all in. 
Don't be like, well, you know, maybe I'll do this business, you know, if, if it works out. But if it doesn't work out, like, like totally okay. Or, you know, I, I, I'm totally committed to this business, but like, you know, excuse, excuse, excuse. It's so interesting. Sometimes I'll get on interviews with people for Powerhouse and they'll tell me, they'll literally tell me in their application, I'm 10 out of 10 committed. And then they'll hand me an excuse. Like it's, 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 the irony is it, it I, 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 I'm going to stop there. Okay. I'm going to stop there. Um, if you're not 110% committed to your business, then you are one foot in, one foot out. And the Bible says that you should not expect to receive anything because you're, you have divided loyalty. Okay. And again, don't hear what I'm not saying. Being 110% committed to your business doesn't mean that you have, um, that you block out all the other things that God has also called you to. God has called me to be a wife. God has called me to be his daughter first and foremost. God has called me to be a sister, a, a daughter to my parents, a daughter-in-law to my lovely in-laws, um, a sister-in-law. Like God has called me to other roles and, and he's also called me to the business. So my being 110% committed to the business doesn't mean that I decommit to those other things. Okay. So, so it's really important that we understand that. But just for the person who is one foot in, one foot out right now in your business and you're like, why am I not getting results? There it is. Okay. That's not even, that's not even what I wanted to talk about today. Okay. That was just a little side note. That was for someone. Today, what I want to talk about is wisdom from God from another perspective. Okay. And that is the perspective of data. Now, maybe you call it data, maybe you call it data. Uh, here in the Midwest, I don't know. I feel like people usually call it data. <laughs> We're kind of, we, we say our A is a little different here in Nebraska, okay? It's data or data, whatever you want to say. Um, but I want to, I want to approach God's wisdom from the perspective of numbers, of data, okay? And a lot of times when we, I think as believers, think about God giving us wisdom, I think that's a lot of times, I, I, I at least I'll speak for myself, oftentimes I don't think about um, God giving me wisdom in the form of a formula or God giving me wisdom in the form of numbers or math. I, I think of almost like this like alluring, I don't even know if that's the right word, but like almost like God like dropping an idea in my head, but like having it be kind of vague. And that's that's my humanness, my 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 faultness getting in the way. But the reality is that God cares about data. God cares about numbers. Data and God are not separate. So many times people like to separate science and the church when in reality, science oftentimes just confirms what God already said. Okay. Uh, for example, if you were to read the book of Ezekiel, which I just finished last week, uh, you would see that God gave Ezekiel the measurements, like the exact measurements for the temple. Okay. And if you read the book of Exodus, God gave measurements, the exact measurements of the tabernacle. And I remember reading that passage and being like, oh my gosh, this is dry. This is like, Lord, how many more pages of this, this do we have here? But the Lord dropped into my spirit, like, Cami, isn't it so interesting that I know the exact measurements? Like I know if it's seven and a half and a quarter inch versus seven and a half and a half inch. Like, like God cares about the details. He cares about the data. He, he knows and he orchestrates the data and the numbers. In other words, if you want to get more clients, God may be like, sometimes people need to pray and believe more. Okay. If, if they're, they're, if they're only focused on the data, then they probably need to 
increase in faith in their life, right? Spend more time with the Lord, pray more, believe more. But there's also a flip side of that. Maybe somebody is is sitting and praying all day long, Lord, bring me the clients, bring me the clients, bring me the clients. And God's like, can you please get off the couch and like start like doing something? Like (laughs) he may be asking you to work more and be more intentional in the work that you're doing, okay? Faith without works is dead. In other words, faith without action is dead. It's not faith equals results. It's not works equals results. It's faith plus works equals results, okay? It's important that we understand that concept and we don't let one outweigh the other. Common sense, okay, tells us that if we have a goal, then we should also have a plan to reach that goal. No? Okay, we can agree on that. Proverbs 16.3, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Great. Okay, so if I'm going to commit my work to the Lord, if I'm going to commit my, my, my vision, my business to the Lord, then my plans are going to be laid out. And those plans are going to be crystal clear. Again, read Ezekiel, read Exodus, read the plans, the literal, um, like, what's the word? It's not, what's the, arch- architecture? Okay, an architect. Yeah, yeah. He like literally gave the actual literal like blueprints to people for building the tabernacle and building the temple. Okay, so so commit your work to the Lord and God will literally give you the blueprints, including the data. Now, can we all collectively agree here that common sense is important if we want to have a game plan to reach our goals, right? Okay. Now, did you know that God loves common sense? Did you know that? Okay, because because a couple years ago, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought that God was like completely above common sense. Um, In fact, God created common sense. Let me prove it to you. Proverbs 3 verses 21 through 26. This is Solomon um, writing to his children in the book of Proverbs. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? Hang on to them. Also, let me just pause right here. That's also why... There are lots of examples of of wildly successful people in this world that are not believers. Sometimes Christians will say like, why are there so many successful people? Like, like, why is Christ not glorified in the top of every industry? Like, like, why are there billionaires out there? But like, how, how God can they have all this success, but yet they don't even glorify you? Well, because there's principles in the earth that God established, whether they believe in God or not, okay? Common sense and discernment is one of them. Hard work is one of them, okay? So understand that. Going back into the reading, my child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them for they will refresh your soul. They're like jewels on a necklace. They will keep you safe on your way and your feet will not stumble. Common sense and discernment will keep you safe on your way and your feet will not stumble, okay? You can go to bed without fear and you can lie down and sleep soundly. Let me just ask you right now, anybody here lay in bed at night wondering, oh shoot, did I do enough in my business today to like get the result? Did, did I, did I talk to enough people? Did I create enough content? Did I, did I, did I, did I, did I blank, 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 do enough to get the result or, or to at least get myself an inch closer to the result? Listen to the scripture. It's literally telling us common sense and discernment, which can be described later on, we'll get into this in a moment, as KPIs. If you knew your KPIs, if you knew your key performance indicators, which I will unpack that here in a moment, then you could go to bed knowing I did do enough today because I know exactly what to do because God 
established the vision of my business. And then thus he established my plans. And God loves wisdom. He loves discernment. He loves data. And that's proved in the book of Exodus and Ezekiel. Okay. You will not, you need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Friend, hear me, hear me real quick. And then we're going to get into the meat of this episode. Yes. We're not even to the meat yet. If you understand data in your business, which is not separate from God. In fact, God created data. God created common sense. God created discernment. God created plans to be established and and ran and conducted through via data. If you understand what you need to do every single day in your business to move it forward, then you can go to bed at night without fear. You can lie down and sleep soundly and you do not need to be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. Why? Because you know exactly what to do to move your business forward every single day. So that leads me then to the meat of today's episode your KPIs and knowing your KPIs so that you can get more clients and crush your goals in your business. Now, I have to admit, until recently, I really didn't know what a KPI was. Like I heard the term all the time and I'm kind of embarrassed to even tell you that I didn't really know what a KPI was, but um, I'd heard the term a lot, but I really just didn't understand what it was. Um, And so I have to give credit where credit is due. My beautiful friend, Alyssa Scott, who is also a business coach in the online space, she's been on the podcast several times. She was actually at my house this week. Um, And by the way, her Instagram handle is at Maximum Potency if you want to go follow her, highly recommend. She was at my house this week and she broke it down so beautifully for me so that I could finally understand not only the concept of KPIs, but how much KPIs and knowing your KPIs can simplify the roadmap to hit your business goals, okay? Which alludes specifically into the common sense and the discernment that God gives us in establishing those plans. So so let me let me explain this to you. A KPI is a key performance indicator. And Wikipedia, this is not Cammy's definition, this is Wikipedia's definition. A performance indicator or key performance indicator is a type of performance measurement, okay? In other words, KPI. KPIs evaluate the success of an organization, in this case, your business, or of a particular activity in which it engages. Okay, for example, let me just let me just put that to you in Cammy's terms. What are the tasks that you need to do on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis that are not busy tasks, that aren't just tasks that fill your time and fill your schedule, but are actually tasks that move the needle forward, that help you get clients, that serve the clients that you already have, and help you make more money in your business. What are those things? Have you ever sat down and wondered, man, I I, I just, this was exactly Cammie in 2019 when I started my business. I was like, oh, podcasting is the answer. Oh, email marketing is the answer. I was listening to a new podcast every day. And so, of course, I was like going down like 15 different rabbit holes at once. And all I wanted to know is what do I need to do every day to get a client, to get two clients, to get three, to get five clients per month? What I didn't know at the time is what I was looking for were key performance indicators. And I wanted them to be simple, okay? Um, I didn't want complex key performance indicators. I wanted simplicity. Simplicity that brought me clients, that brought me money, and that brought me success, okay? So let's say, let's go through an example here. 
let's say that you want to get more new clients this month, okay? Knowing your KPIs, your key performance indicators, would mean that you know, for example, how many posts you need to make, how many DMs you need to send, how many sales calls you need to get on, and et cetera, et cetera, okay? KPIs, key performance indicators, are important. In fact, they are so important that if you do not know what your KPIs are, it is literally like you are throwing spaghetti at the wall just to see what sticks, okay? And it's also likely that you're wasting time, energy, and resources trying to duct tape your business together and just hoping that new clients slide into your DMs or click the link in your bio just because you threw up a new piece of content, okay? Knowing your KPIs means that you know how to create the success that you want on a monthly basis to hit the goals that you're setting and you know how to recreate and increase that success month after month. I have a homework assignment for you and here's that homework assignment. Here's what I want you to do. Again, if you're driving, this is not the thing for you to do right now. This is be a thing for you to do later. Uh, I want you to sit down and ask yourself, okay, for the month of August, okay, because we're almost done with July. It is July 28th as I am recording this. So August 1st is next week. For the month of August, how many clients do you want to sign? Okay, how many clients do you want to sign? I know what this number is for myself. What is your number? For the sake of this example, okay, here in a little bit, I, I'm going to just say that, let's just say that that number is five, okay? So based on that goal, whether, you're, whether your goal is five clients, 10 clients, 15, whatever it is, I want you to then write down, okay, what is the exact number of sales calls that you need to get on in order to hit that goal of that certain number of new clients this month? How many sales calls do you need to get on? How many DMs do you need to send? How many Instagram posts do you need to create? If you do not know those numbers, then that's where we have a problem, okay? Now, it's not a problem that we can't fix. In fact, you can very easily fix it. But my question for you is how can you hit your goal if you don't know what it's going to take to hit your goal? That's like wanting to bake a cake but not having the recipe and just saying, well, I think I'm just going to throw this in the refrigerator and this and that and and, and maybe just a little, I don't know, I feel like flour is probably supposed to go in there somewhere and then just hoping the cake turns out. Do you think it's going to turn out? No, it's not going to turn out, okay? So for this example, let's imagine for a moment that you had a goal of closing $15,000 in revenue in the month of August, okay? Let's say for the sake of this example that you have an offer that is $5,000, which means that you would need three clients in order to hit a $15,000 revenue goal for August, okay? Now imagine for a moment that you knew exactly, exactly how many posts that you needed to make in order to hit that 15K revenue. That you knew exactly how many conversations you needed to have in the DMs in order to hit that 15K revenue that you knew exactly how many sales calls you need to get on in order to close those three clients at 5K each to hit that 15K in revenue. And not only did you know those numbers, you had a strategy for each one of those numbers in order to execute all of them. How would that feel? Well, I'm guessing that all of a sudden having a 15K revenue month wouldn't feel like magic or just something that you were quote unquote hoping for. Now it would feel like math. Now it would feel like an actual blueprint, an actual game plan that you have. That all you have to do is show up every day and do the daily things that you already calculated out that you needed to do in order to hit that goal. And then I want you to reimagine that 
you knew how to recreate a 15K revenue month every month from now until the end of the year. Do you know that that would be 75K in revenue between now and December 31st? If you signed three clients at 5K each in August, September, October, November, and December, you would have 75K closed in revenue. What debt could you pay off with that? I'm curious. What, what credit cards could you pay off with that? What vehicles could you pay off? What student loans could you pay off with that? What, va- what family vacation could you take your, your loved ones on? What blessings could you hand out at Christmas time if you would close 75K in revenue between now and Christmas? Not to mention, if your offer was 5K and you closed 75K in revenue, that means that you are now in the process of transforming 15 people's lives that are now your clients in your coaching program. Friends, like I said, this is not magic. This is math. Uh, Lissa Scott, my friend that was over at my house, that that really explained KPIs to me. She said to me this last week, it just really, it was so good. Like this quote was incredible. She said, give God something to bless. We're all here asking God, Lord, bless me, bless me, bless me. Give him something to bless. Put forth some effort. Okay. He's hearing your prayers. That's great. But faith without works is dead. Give him some works to bless. That's like a farmer saying, God, please give me a bountiful harvest. But yet that farmer's not going out and plowing the field or planting seed or watering it. That would be crazy, right? We would call that laziness. If a farmer was just sitting on his couch every day, praying that his crops would grow, but isn't actually tending to his field. We would call that lazy. Okay, friends, let's not do that in our businesses. Let's give God something to bless. So what I want you to do is I want you to run that exercise, that homework assignment today, okay? Write down how many clients you want to get in August and then re reverse engineer those numbers into how many posts you need to send, how many DMs do you need to send, how many conversations do you need to have, how many sales calls do you need to have? And those numbers should not be numbers that you're just grasping out of thin air, okay? That, that would be a ma- massive mistake. Those numbers should be calculated based upon data that you've already previously had. Now, that's possibly where many of you are going to run into an issue of, well, Kimmy, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would be totally guessing. If I were to write down a number right now saying how many sales calls I would need to get on, and I'll just tell you this, friends, if you need to get on, if you want to sign five clients and you're like, I only need to get on five sales calls, I'm going to tell you right now you're setting yourself up for failure, okay? If you don't know exactly your KPIs to hit your goal this month, that's okay. If you get stuck, I just want you to slide into my DMs on Instagram and I will give you a few pointers so that I can put you in the right direction of hitting your goals in August, September, October, November, and December. The link to go follow me and then send me a DM on Instagram, that is down in the show notes. I cannot wait to have conversations with you guys over the next week or so who are writing down your goals and then reverse engineering your KPIs because this, my friend, is a game changer. Hitting 5, 10, 15, 20, 30K revenue months is not magic, it's math. And God, he loves data. I'll see you soon, friend. Hey coach, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. 
Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.